Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. see it but yeah i try to stay spoiler free but certain things happen and you gotta say well hey look at that sarah's still alive well i have seen some things that make me go okay now i gotta watch this episode oh okay like next week constantine well yeah i already i actually had to go on youtube and see the preview because i had watched it online so it didn't have the preview for next week yeah let's talk about that for a second next week matt ryan from nbc's constantine returns to play constantine on cw's the arrow show i love it constantine as constantine in (laughs) arrow right well i love it because it's a basic middle finger to nbc oh you want to cancel a decent show well we'll pick him up same guy same character well the one of the executive producers on twitter is trying to make it the most watched episode of arrow ever uh maybe one of the most watched it's gonna be big um you know and he's only in one episode that's it i i think the crossover episodes probably are their biggest ratings ones sure this one's gonna be pretty this one's gonna be pretty big um but yeah he's only doing the one episode that's it that's all we get unless something crazy happens and crazy has happened before well if if the ratings are that high what's to say that they won't bring him back for another episode or even a con- you know maybe multiple appearances maybe but again right now this is it and they're i don't know 12 episodes in for production maybe yeah. 8 maybe 8 i don't know something like that <clears throat> so yeah uh i don't want to spend too much time but we'll we'll start with what are you watching or what you watch this week supergirl premiere danny did I, you check that out at all i did not i did see i did see the 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 woman who plays supergirl on colbert though oh yeah but, melissa benoist i think that's yes. her name yeah yeah, yeah i think I, so but i did not see I hated the, the thing that got me about the episode. Apparently, Jeb Bush was interviewed and he said, The girl on there is pretty hot. Why are people mad at that? She is hot. Um, <laughs> no, just because it's a weird thing for him to say. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> the, question, the question was, was not, uh, is Supergirl hot? It was, I don't even know what the question was. Like, I don't think they even asked him anything about it. Was it. Like, an he just related question. He just offered up. That's why the pro- Tom, that's okay. why it's a problem. Because, <laughs> like, out of nowhere, well, this chick that's playing Supergirl, she's pretty hot. Like, I don't. Well, he said, the, the whole interview was he was like at the gym and he saw the preview up and he was like, "Yeah, I saw the Supergirl. Yeah, she's pretty hot." Uh, What's wrong with that? Hang on, I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> I, I want we won't we should say the whole story here. Uh, during a question and answer session in Las Vegas last Wednesday, Jeb Bush said he thought the star of CBS's latest spinoff, Supergirl, was pretty hot. Before, oh, 
Wow, a scathing review about her acting ability. <laughs> uh, I, on this website, which I totally disagree with. I thought she's, she's great. She's kind of a relatively unknown, isn't she? Um, mostly, yeah. She was on Glee, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, all these superheroes are on Glee, apparently. Well, isn't well, I'm trying to place uh, Patty from Flash. Was she on there too? Patty Spivet. Yeah. Uh, I've seen her somewhere. Chantel Van something. Now you got not me. that I not that I watched Glee, but I've walked through the room when my daughter was watching. Yeah, right. Uh, nope. She was in she was in One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. she was also in The Final Destination. Oh, good. That's not one of the good ones. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't remember that one to be honest with. You. That's her first. Uh, that's the 3D one. That's her film debut. Yeah. Um, and she's. Yeah, at CSI, she did one episode. She did 57 episodes of One Tree Hill, so that's probably what you're thinking of, Tom. Maybe from previews or something, because I don't watch that show. Either. Oh, she, I, she, she was a main she character. Looked, she looks very familiar to me. She was a main character of The Messengers that got canceled right away. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, yeah, now I remember her. Spivet, Patty Spivet. Anyway, sorry. From, Back to- from Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, let's read NPR's... <laughs> Commentary on the Jeb Bush thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, come on, come on. Where is it? Oh, okay. So, who is your favorite superhero? He was asked. Jeb Bush's answer: Marvel. <laughs> no, uh, he said. He said. Uh, he said. I don't know. I'm kind of old school. I like the old school guys like Batman. A little dark these days. And then he says, "I saw that Supergirl is on TV. I saw it when I was working out this morning." There was an ad promoting Supergirl. She looks pretty hot. I don't know what channel it's on, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, what I think the problem is that's all he had to say about it. Like, don't don't offer had, don't had, offer anything. You're you're not you're not at the bar with your buddies. You're a political campaign person running for president. <laughs> political campaign person. You're running for president. Essentially, you're trying to at least. That's not a comment you should be saying when no one asked you. Yeah, that's just a little bit, a little bit of a, a, a dumb thing to say. It's a look into what I don't know. I, all politicians are idiots, so I don't care what they rail them on. There's not a single person in this election that's vote that's worthy worthy of any of our votes. Let's not make this a political conversation. I was just saying there's nothing wrong with his comment. Well, there is though. Um, well, why? Because he's shown that he's you know a human being. She's hot. Why can't you say that? No, because see, that's not the forum to say that. Because that's you know in in this in this climate of the world, that's sexist. Okay, I mean, pretty much. Anyway, back to what was important: <laughs> uh, the Supergirl premiere uh, was this week, and it did extremely well. Yeah, I was going to ask. I hadn't seen what the ratings looked like for it. I don't have the numbers, but I know it's like the best, the most watched new show. So. And it's in kind of a tough spot, too. So, uh, so yeah, it was on at 830 Eastern. Yeah. Oh, why, yeah, that's the, that's the prime time. Why an hour long show starts at uh, the half hour. The like, half hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was, I assume it's because CBS, ladies and gentlemen. Right. They said like there was a special extra long episode of Scorpion on after, which I did not stay around for. So. Super duper um, Scorpion, everybody. And they led with the Big Bang Theory, which I like. I like that show, so I didn't mind having to watch that to wait for Supergirl. But it does. I think it's foolish to put it up against Gotham um, when you're trying to get 
to start with the DC fans as your fan You're base. Pretty much getting the, trying to get the same viewers. Right, exactly, exactly. That's your built-in audience that you get immediately. Yeah, yeah you have an established. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, you don't have to work to get that audience, but then you're going to put it up against the show that has that audience already. Not, not, not smart, but it did well. So I'm glad to see that. And, uh, it was, it was a good episode. Again, it's a pilot, so it does have its problems. So I'm going to give it a chance and I enjoyed it though. So I don't know why I'm defending it. (laughs) CBS always has a tendency to move shows around too. So if it Uh, does well, they'll move it. I'm not a, oh boy, do they have that tendency? Yeah. I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of their dramas. Like I just am not a fan of CBS dramas. You don't like the good wife. Never watched one episode, but I mean, I couldn't even tell you if like what's any of the new shows I watch is on that network. Like is Limitless on that or is that on NBC? Yes, it's on CBS. CBS. Okay. Is it a Cooper movie? I like on HBO. No, it's based off of the movie. Yeah, it's based off the, and he's been on, he'll be on another episode this week, actually. I think he's like one of the either executive producers or something. He's a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get in the ground floor of that property. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's not too bad though. It actually, I'm sure it's not terrible. It's just like, who would have thought that would have became so. Well, that minority report. I mean, <laughs> I mean, minority minority report is a world though. Like, it, it, I don't, I don't know that anybody saw Limitless was like, I just want to spend more time here. Right, right. Um, but it's a different concept. I think in the show they got the guy working for the FBI. So, okay. Um, but it, it's the same premise. Um, right. Take, take but, a drug and you get enhanced brain power. Uh, you think so back to Supergirl. Uh, casting news: They cast a gentleman to play the character of Toy Man. Henry Zerny will play Toy Man. So there you the go. The Zern. As, as dishes are being done in the background. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Hold uh, on one second. Let me. Uh, oh, we're doing some. Mute s- that. <laughs> He's muting the dishes. Hold on. Let me put the silencer on the dishes. <laughs> right. Things are really hot. Hot on the mic. We got a hot dish mic. Oh, oh man! Sorry. No, it's <laughs> Little okay. Little fact: That's Top okay. actually records live from uh, this, this the the five star restaurant. He's a chef at. <laughs> it is. As a matter of fact, I have. Yeah, he's got. He's working on his fourth Michelin star. Uh, it's bags and burgers is what he calls it. Yeah. Order up. <laughs> the least classy name from Michelin star. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a uh, call order up. He's the head chef. Right. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't even wrap and wreck them. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, back. Okay, so that was Supergirl. Uh, we talked about Constantine. Well, we real quick. Did you watch Flash, Tom? Yes. Uh, King Shark. Yeah, where was that from? <laughs> that was awesome. I love the, the Danny might not know what we're talking about, and that's okay, because we're not going to talk long about it. I but, do know you just yelled King Shark really loudly. Yes. <laughs> For the people that watched the episode and know that character from the DC Universe are probably like, what? How, like they hint at it, like Patty Spivet finds shark teeth. It's a shark man, and there's been appearances like people have seen a land shark or a man shark. They say it a couple times, but it's like man so shark. It's so background to what's happening. A lot happens in this episode that you forget about it, and then in the last thirty seconds, it attacks the Flash, and it's just awesome because it looked amazing. Um, I'm right. I'm loving the interaction between Barry and Patty and their total geekness. Sure. Well, I mean, it, she's a list. She's she's Felicity, basically, with with a little more gusto because she's a little braver oh, than Barry, I think she's Willow. She's she's not Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Felicity from Arrow, not Felicity the show. Felicity. Oh. Um. 
So, yeah, that was cool. King Shark was cool. And then, yeah. So that's really all we'll say about The Flash. But it was awesome. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week I watched. And it was really well done. You got to see the perspective of Simmons on this planet and how she survived six months alone. Or was she? Uh, on this planet, and that was pretty cool because it introduces a new character and it puts a wrench into. Ew, excuse me, puts a wrench into the uh, <laughs> a wrench in that sense. It's... In the the love story that is Fitz Simmons. So, um, we'll see where that goes. And then I just want to go ahead. I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot because it. I would. I'd like to know further about this world. I mean, does it have any consequence or? Well, we're gonna because with, within we, the MCU. I mean, we're gonna learn about it because they've been going there. Uh, right. That wasn't the one mission there, and so somebody knows something about that planet uh, somewhere. Uh, and I want to briefly just say that the last Supernatural episode, Danny, you'll understand this. This the whole uh, the episode is called Baby, and if you know Supernatural, that's the name of the car. Yes. Car, and the entire episode is told from the car's perspective. All right. So the camera season does ten, ladies and gentlemen. Eleven, season eleven. No, oh, Danny. Oh man, that's right. Danny, it's beautiful. Okay. Uh, it's just the camera never leaves the car, essentially. Okay. So you're seeing them figure out this case. Bottle episode. Yeah, you're seeing them figure out the case bit by bit, but from within the car. That's a great idea. I mean, it's technically what they do. They usually just cut away when they get in the car, anyway. Exactly. So putting in the, that's like it's it's surprising they hadn't come up with that and idea earlier the beginning really was old school supernatural where the boys are having some fun making fun of each other and just just a good time like it felt really cool some classic rock was involved again a little, course, a little bob mean, seeger and some night moves <laughs> it was oh were they working on some uh sam was <laughs> sam was working on some night moves and then they working sang on some night moves. and he built it up and they sang it together it was a great moment Perfect. if you're a supernatural fan uh it's moments like that that make me love that show so much like i'll never get sick of that show i i, I just don't know how um Mr. I, have to, I have to vent quickly about one of the shows i'm watching i haven't watched this week's episode but last week's it had me uh blind spot with uh, yeah, uh, what, Jamie Alexander. Jamie Alexander. Okay, between this show and Twenty Four, I'm not going to spoil anything. Who is vetting the FBI? That you always have the one person in there that's like, oh, I'm I'm not loyal. Never, never going to be. Well, that's more of money speaks louder than loyalty. Oh, it's, it's it's that annoys me on some of these shows. It's like, oh, oh wait, now you got to guess who's the turncoat. Who's going to be the one? Well. I mean, well, that, and I, I guess I haven't, from I haven't watched this. For that. You could like, say the same thing, type. right? You could say the same thing about every single drama where they never tell the full truth to each other, like right. Alias, like The Flash, like Arrow. Nobody says any, any honesty, and you would avoid so much downfall and drama. But these are supposed to be government agencies with security clearances, and these people just slip through right. all the time. Right? Watch what Quantico. You don't know Tom is that this is exactly how governments. Oh, right? Watch. Be. Watch forty minutes. Watch forty minutes of Quantico, and you'll see just exactly how much an FBI trainee has sex with each other. Like yeah, I have watched oh. any of that. A friend of mine told me to check it out. It's. it's, it's also- I could do without that aspect of the story, and it'd still be good. I don't but- mean to sound sexist, but the main girl's hot. Yeah, you're sexist. <laughs> how dare well, you? Well, well, also, you could also talk about Homeland and how a person with bipolar disorder would never be given a undercover 
deep secret right. agent style mission yeah. in a yeah, foreign this is a, country. That's not a, lives are on the line. Like, that's not an act of affirmative action. That's uh, no, that's to keep people from dying. Right. Like, she should not be in a decision making uh, authority no. position. One yeah. season, she loses her crap. Guys. Yeah. Right. Like she, she no. straight up loses her mind. Like, you know, we don't have on the payroll a bipolar chick. Let's go ahead and hire her. <laughs> Yeah, let's make her un- one. Let's put her undercover too. She can handle all this stress. That's hey, that's easy. that. Hey, that, that takes two checks off of the list, right? And you know Woman. what? We'll give her Mandy Patinkin too, the most intense man we have on staff, right? <laughs> Who is kind of a dick, <laughs> but like, you also love him, right? Right, but you he want to get pancakes with him, but he really cares about her, like a like a dad that hates their kid. Yeah, that was my that was my dead like me reference. Though. That was good. I liked it. Uh, okay. Gotham News, they cast Mr. Freeze, Nathan Darrow. Uh, he is on House of Lies, I believe, or House of House Cards. Of House of Cards, maybe. Wow. Oh, House of Cards. Uh, he'll play Mr. Freeze in episodes 12 and 13, and here's a quote on the character itself. Though ferociously smart and eminently capable in his work as one of Gotham's preeminent cryogenic engineers, Victor struggles to make meaningful connections with others. The one exception is his wife, Nora, casting to be announced that's actually in this this quote who has tragically fallen ill with a terminal disease if you remember batman and robin it was mcgregor syndrome Mm -hmm. uh victor's love for nora knows no bounds so as her condition worsens he goes to extreme measures to figure out a way to freeze her before she dies this harrowing journey leads to this transformation into the legendary dc villain mr freeze if they do it any like any way they did it on the animated series it'll be beautiful but i just I just don't was see it, that. Was it McGregor syndrome in the comics? No, they never. I don't think they ever named it. Um, but they did use McGregor syndrome on the Flash. That's Iris's mom is suffering from McGregor syndrome. Well, no, it, is she? I th- was it? Or no, was she, that just like that's, a cover. No, she said that it, Iris found out that that wasn't a lie. Yeah, that that was the truth. She is. She does have McGregor syndrome. And were you waiting for the son to walk in? Were you? I know no, I was. No, because they already said enough. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it was, they didn't have to. That was perfect placement. Well, what do you mean? Who do you think the sun's going to be? It's obvious. Yeah. There's no, there's no guessing. Per- <laughs> that's why I said it's perfect placement right there without coming out and saying it. Well, yeah, they want to hold off as much as they can. They've already introduced almost half the cast of Legends of Tomorrow. Um, all right. We won't talk about Walking Dead because Danny doesn't want to get spoiled, but it was a great episode and people that are upset by it, shut up. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I got. I'm watching it after this. I promise. Nice. I had a friend. Nice. I had a friend. I had to tell him. He said, "Watching it. I'm not going to use it. There's no spoilers in this." He said, "This is true. I'm done watching because I've read the comics and this is just so far off." It's so not messaged, though. I messaged him and I said, "Are you a fan of Daryl?" Right. Well, yeah. Then you shouldn't like this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I've started the comics and he's not even in it yet. No. He. No. <laughs> Danny. He never is. Never. He's not in the comics at all. They no, created him for the show. Kirkman said he okay. enjoys writing for Daryl because it's a clean slate. It's something new he can do. Yeah. It's a touch of new. But if you're a fan of the comics and you, you're you not seeing the translation on TV, there's a couple things that are different, but <laughs> they're not taken away from right. it. Right. I, I kind of don't want to ruin it for Danny, but there's a huge glaring thing that's happened that does not happen in the in the show, that they won't have happen in the show. Very okay. huge. Something is missing off of somebody. Yes. <laughs> And that has not happened on the show, and I don't think it ever will. It won't. I read that it's not going to happen. And that's fine. I don't know. The first season, the first season of The Walking Dead Telltale game, you, you get a limb. 
get a limb chopped off. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess I wouldn't put it past them, but the, the Kirkman, right. they did say it's not going to happen. So, yeah. Uh, but that's just when they do it is when they say it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, I mean, I mean they're going to wag the dog. What's oh, his, look, we did it. They had what's his name lose his leg in the show. Uh, Herschel. Herschel, yeah. And that dude, his yeah. last, last I saw at a convention, had two legs. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but well, you met, the man, you met the man face to face. Did Rooker have a hand? Uh, yes. No, big old spike. Yes, he Ow. strangled me with it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk a little DC movie news real quick. Actually, re- before we do that, uh, November 1st, this Sunday, there's an extra long Walking Dead on, and that's when the new Preacher trailer will debut. So mm-hmm. fans of Preacher will be stay tuned during that live episode of sure, The Walking Jenny Dead. Jenny will be excited about that. Jenny, Kyle, uh, the mm-hmm. millions of Preacher fans that still go to the website and look at our Preacher casting news article from like months ago. I don't Who's know. Kyle? Gotta just make sure it's still there. I don't know why that is still one of the most active sites or pages on our website. It still gets Wait, like the most change? traffic. Oh, is this guy still casting? Oh. I did. I did. Did you hear my question? Who's Kyle? Yeah. It's, 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 that, oh. that is that is that is sexist. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll, I'll apologize in advance. That, so, sir, I, is sexist, sexist, madam. Um, so there's the preacher news. Uh, Alan Tudyk. Everybody knows who Alan Tudyk is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Alan Tudyk, uh, a fine, fine gentleman. Go check out his his Con Man series uh, on Vimeo, I think, with uh, Nathan Filion and 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 such uh, Firefly alum. He has gone on the record stating he would portray Blue Beetle only if Nathan Filion was cast as Booster Gold. That would be gold. No <laughs> oh, pun intended. No pun intended. All no pun- it would be Booster Gold. All pun intended. <laughs> Uh, that'll be fun it's never gonna happen but it would be fun i would, I would totally buy that um i say it's never gonna happen it's just because i think both those guys are too old for the the, the universe they're building i uh, i would have to agree with you probably but which is sad but that's okay maybe we can do like a a, a flash forward and see them when they're older and those two can play them. i don't know uh let's jump into the meat the meat of what happened this week there was a ton of suicide squad stuff this week uh, if you checked out the website atomicgeekdom.com, there is covers of the magazine Empire, which I believe is a UK magazine. Mm. Um, and they had covers with two Joker covers, two different looks at the Joker, which give you a great look at what he's going to look like. Um, there's a picture of Enchantress and Deadshot and Harley Quinn. And if you're not in love with Harley Quinn, you need to look at this cover because she's gorgeous. She's looking good. And... From what I am reading from her portrayal of Harley, it's almost spot on. I thought I read that the creator is actually excited because just the look. Paul uh Paul Dini and um yeah. Dini and uh oh, it's a it's a cardinal sin of me to not remember the other guy's name. Oh no. He's like the the man behind DC animated. No, no one helped me. That's okay. I got it. I, if I could, <laughs> I, I would. But uh, like, Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim, and Paul Denny created her for the animated series. And uh, yeah, this will be her first time in a live action film. It's gonna, it's gonna be great. I think. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so yeah, we got the cover. Then in an article, there's some quotes and stuff. So we'll go over. I'll I'll read them to you, and you guys can react. Uh, both of you, no. I think Tom is not excited for this movie. Um, okay. See, this is I'm torn. I, I will watch it, and I am excited for it to be a, a comic book movie on the big screen. 
Don't get me wrong with that. There's just certain things of it. I I'm not excited about. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, I think you're going to change your mind after all this. Uh, I hope, I hope I do really. I do. Danny, what do you, how do you feel on this? You're, you're kind of the bipartisan. Yeah, well, I'm going to see it. Whatever. Yeah. I, <laughs> my excitement for this movie is almost more so than Batman versus Superman. That's how excited I am. Cause I, I love Jared Leto and I can't wait for another Joker because Heath Ledger did so well. I think we've got a good foundation for what it takes to be into this character. Not so much copy what it's been done, but what it takes to, to take on this role. Um, anyway, so uh, what Will Smith said about Harley and Deadshot and a potential Joker Deadshot Harley love triangle, not between Joker and Deadshot, but uh, Harley is the biggest troublemaker, but Deadshot's actually eyeballing her a little bit. There's a pretty ragged romantic triangle there, uh, which makes sense because um, mm-hmm. in the New 52, that's kind of a thing with Harley and Deadshot, and she's trying to move on from Joker. Well, wasn't that in the the one animated movie? Arkham. The, uh, yeah. Assault on Arkham, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Right. Um, as This is Will Smith still. As the movie opens, Deadshot has a really big career score. He's looking to turn over to Leaf with his daughter after the hit. But it goes wrong. It goes terribly, terribly wrong. And it lands him in Belle Reve for life. Um, and then he talks a little bit more about Harley. Uh, that she's trying to escape the Joker's influence in the film. And then he says... Uh, I think this is uh, Will Smith. This might be David Ayer, uh, the director. It's about her breaking free of the Joker and becoming this fully actualized independent person. That really is a metaphor for everyone's journey in this movie. So, uh, good. Add some depth to these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a spoilerish quote from a scene that they put in this magazine. It's not spoilery as far as it gives away anything. But it talks about uh, a character that I think Tom is upset that is with the, within the, the Suicide Squad roster. And I think this might make you feel better about her. This is about Katana. And this mm-hmm. is Rick Flagg talking about her to the squad. She's got my back. I'd advise not getting killed by her. Her sword traps the souls of its victims. Harley extends her hand, perky and smirky. Harley Quinn, nice to meet you. Love your perfume. What is that? Stench of death? I nice. I, I, I nailed I, I, did. I, I did not. That was that's, terrible. that's why you got the role, Dave. I was a terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah Harley <laughs> Quinn <laughs> on my resume. Um, so I believe Katana starts off as a good guy. With, it's understandable. With yeah. flag. So your, your problem was she was in the team and she's not a bad guy. Right. And I think this, this solves that problem as that, far as that we clears can tell. that up for me. Then, right. Yeah. Um, we got some character details from the actors that portray them. So Joel Kinnaman, who's playing Rick Flagg, said, Flagg is the highest level operator working for the government. He had lots of friends die and has killed many, many people. Deadshot gives him the most problems. Harley is easily distracted, but up for following orders if it means destroying things. So Isn't isn't that the role Tom Hardy was originally attached to? Yeah, you kind of cut and out had there. to back out? You kind of cut out there, but yes. Tom oh, Hardy. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that was supposed to be Tom Hardy. Um, his loss. I like Joel Kinnaman. I'll always watch some Joel Kinnaman's in. I love the killing, mostly because of him. And uh, RoboCop was uh, not his fault. I didn't, it's not I his fault. We'll, we'll just say it's not his fault. <laughs> you talking about the remake? Yeah, because we know no, the original. But the original RoboCop no, I mean, was not Joel Kinnaman's fault. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, <laughs> that works there too. Um, okay, so Adewale Akinu Adjibijay. The dude from Lost. <laughs> uh, can, you say, can you say that again? Nope. Uh, he's going to play Killer Croc. Couldn't say it before. 
right? I couldn't say it once. <laughs> That's why I want to see if he could do it again. Uh, Mr. Echo <laughs> from Lost. Uh, on Killer Croc, he's a cannibal with rage issues, although he only eats the most talented people. He's picky. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Jay Hernandez on the character Diablo that he plays. Most of these guys are happy to get out of get out of there and kill people, but he just wants to stay out of the fight. So that should be interesting. That's the first guy who dies. Uh, cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the next the next one will probably be Slipknot, which is in here too. But Jai Courtney on Captain Boomerang probably will not die. He's an absolute bogan in the purest sense. I don't know what that means. Uh, Dave's first instruction, the director, Dave Ayer, first instruction was find your inner uh, douchebag, we'll say. <laughs> it's not what he says. though. <laughs> um, and then Adam Beach on the character Slipknot. Again, I think that's a character they're just going to kill. He's formidable. He can climb anything and he ha- hangs people for a living. I joke, I joke that he was caught strangling Wonder Woman. I don't get that joke, but. All it's right. a good joke. Nailed it, Adam Beach. No, Dave, it's a good joke. Okay. <laughs> hey, did, uh, the reason, <laughs> just a quick question. You know, on the Flash, they couldn't use Deadshot anymore. Is that why they haven't brought back Captain Boomerang for the same reason? Uh, Probably, yeah. Because I I'd, I'd like the guy, the character on Flash, but. Well, he was only in, like, Flash. He was in Arrow first. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, but, but they haven't brought him back. That's I was no. wondering if it was under the same kind of like licensing agreement between Prob- the movies and the shows. Yeah, probably. Most likely um, would be my guess. And that's probably why they got King Shark, too, because they're not going to do that character. And probably no more Katana. Uh, that, yeah, right. Which she had a whole season, so that's okay. I think, I mean, I would have enjoyed to see her more in the costume. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but uh, I'm okay with that. And uh, speaking of Katana, Kieran Fukuhara, who plays her in Suicide Squad, nailed that name. Boom. Uh, she has morals and codes. She can also slice through hundreds of people without taking a breath. So that should make you happy, Tom. I do. I, I like that because that's pretty true to the comic. Yeah. Or she's cr- true to the character anyway. She's got a code. So I, that's why I don't think she's a bad guy. Um, I like it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, let's see. Executive producer Charles Roven had this to say about the DC Universe and Suicide Squad's place in it. And then we'll, that'll be kind of wrapping up the Suicide Squad talk. Uh, we just started shooting Batman v Superman when we were figuring out our path through the expanding DC Justice League universe. Then David Ayer came and pitches his take on Suicide Squad. It has this darkness and edge while still tonally in the zone of what we're trying to do with these movies. And it's impossible that you could get a big tentpole picture from pitch to start of principal photography and faster than we did. Um, David Ayer would go on to say, and there's a lot of swearing in this quote. Uh, this is this is about pretty much. This is about me to read it. No, no, because I'm going to edit it. Uh, this is his. He thinks Suicide Squad is going to be a new type of superhero movie, which is what a lot of people say now when they make a superhero movie, (laughs) whether they're saying that about Gambit and all these other movies. But anyway, so here's Ayer, the director. Uh, You know, all these movies are about defeating the evil alien robot from effing planet X before it destroys the world with its ticking clock. And who the F cares? But you do this story about struggle and isolation and people who have been crapped on that suddenly get thrown this lifeline. That's not so bad. I like to think of this as the comic book movie 2.0. I like that thought. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yes, but the comic book movie 2.0 was Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, right. So three, yeah. 2.5. Everybody's just soaking <laughs> in the bathwater, all right? That's just everybody's late to the party. I like I like <laughs> that you said it that way because now we can segue into some Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 news. Well done. Hey, man. look at that. It's I'm almost so as if at... you have my show notes. I'm great. so good at all the things. Great, great job, Dan. Well done. Uh, a rousing uh, uh, round of applause. I, I'm losing my mind. I can't speak anymore. What just happened? To I you? don't know. Because he's had, <laughs> he's had to try. Witch. I can't think he's of words all of a sudden. Names. Yeah, and there's more to come, Tom. There's more <laughs> stupid <laughs> names. It's like we're talking about Game of Thrones. And hello, Jenny. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Hello, Jenny. You give me a high five. <laughs> a high five, Jenny. <laughs> I need some more excitement in that voice, Tom. High five, Jenny. <laughs> Whoa. There you go. There you, there you go. go. She said excitement, not <laughs> she said excitement, not puberty. Yeah, geez. <laughs> Cross sandwich. <laughs> there it is. That's oh, a good Lordy. that's a nice pull, Tom. Uh okay. So you just, just joined us and we we're just about to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two news. I know, I saw that. Um here's another name where I'm going to have a stroke while trying to say it. <laughs> Palm Climentife. I believe is how you say her name. A young Asian woman uh, is going to be playing Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I thought 2. it was not named yet. I it was, was named today, buddy. Here. You got to oh, follow. Okay. You got to follow us on Twitter at Atomic Geeks. <laughs> You'll find these things out. I don't want you ruining my shows. That is, <laughs> it's Thursday. There's nothing we're yeah. live tweeting on a don't Thursday. Don't be fronting on Tom's stories, Dave. Right, That's right. He needs his unspoiled story time. Just to say, sexist aside, she's pretty hot too. <laughs> All right, let's ask the female of Atomic Geekdom, the first lady of Atomic Geekdom, Jenny. Ooh, great moniker. Jenny, can you say, can you tell us all, us stupid male monkeys, why Jeb Bush's comment about Supergirl is sexist or why it's wrong that he said it? Do you know, well, what, we're ta- do you know one, what we're talking about? He's an idiot, but that's just my <laughs> two cents. Do you know what he said? I don't. So okay, he was to, uh... he was asked for some reason at a Las Vegas uh, event who his favorite superhero was. And he, you know, he said he likes the classics. Batman is his favorite. Um, and then he went on to say, I was at the gym and I saw a commercial for Supergirl and I thought that she was hot. And then this is what, okay. this is what stirred the pot with, with the press. Okay. So people are upset about this because he said she's hot. Okay. So on one aspect, it's kind of creepy because she looks like she's about 16. So. <laughs> I didn't, yes, you're right. That is that's, creepy. That's, Jenny just took it a whole other area. And that's true. Well, she's, you know, she's in her 20s, but still, yeah, you're right. So I can get that, but this is one of those things where I think that people are way too sensitive. They're and taking the. It's ridiculous. Because the... whenever I see Aquaman, I go, damn, he's good looking. But nobody well, rants and raves that I'm sexist. I do. I do I it every. I do it every time I watch. Arrow or the Flash, and somebody's shirtless. I make some statement about how we're not all just pieces of meat, women. <laughs> you you uh, women, you want to see you want to see Oliver doing his you want to see Oliver doing his salmon ladders shirtless. Uh, yeah. Is that what that thing is called? Where he's like climbing? I the did bar not know yes. either. Yes, like- <laughs> that's called a salmon ladder. That's called a that salmon ladder. You guys, that's because that's because you guys are all glo- just staring gloriously at his abs and pecs. Yeah, while well, he's slapping a bowl of water. <laughs> this has escalated far beyond uh, the original question. I, I, 
I'm maybe it's is not it the, okay to ask me questions like this because I, I am kind of fed up with social media. Just because the internet gives you a voice doesn't mean you need to voice everything. Right. I, I need and to go back. I don't think that what he said was really bad. I think it right. was realistic. And I'm right. not a Jeb Bush fan, but Tom, I'm supporting him in yeah, this one. Yeah, totally 100% with it's, you. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, there's another story going on right now, too, where, um, uh, oh, gosh, uh, the chick from X-Men, and I can't think. I suck with names. I do Jennifer this every time. Lawrence. I'm so tired. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence you know, is, you know, advocating for equal pay for women, which I'm totally, totally for, because unless you're a woman, you don't really understand that when you see a man Especially, who does the exact same job you do, get more money just right. because oh, they're more no, comfortable no. giving men a she job. Even has a, she even has an even bigger argument. Her, She's the main character of the Hunger Games. Yeah. It's ridiculous right, right. that she gets paid less than anybody else. Well, right. now, now so, there, I would say... So, I would say, doesn't it? Okay, and is it now? Again, I think she's right. But in a movie like that, where you have such veteran actors like uh, Woody Harrelson, you would think the but people at that, that point, have worked. Dave, she had won an Academy Award. Okay. okay, wait, wait, though. Okay, time out. We're getting sidetracked. Right. So this is a different point. Bradley yeah. Cooper yeah. came out and said that he is now going to advocate. You know, when whenever he does a role, to make sure that his co-stars. If they're women, are treated equally as he is. That's because he only does movies now with Jennifer Lawrence, anyways. Well, <laughs> they, yep, that's entirely true. They're all directed by that same guy. same dude. Yeah, that did uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook, and what was the one after it? Uh, the one where it's like uh, American gold plated Bibles. No, uh, American Hustle. Oh right, right. Yeah. Great. And then, and then this new movie. So, okay, so. Let me get back on track. So they asked Jeremy Renner or Justin Renner, if you're in my household. Um, <laughs> Justin Renner. Right. Justin. Just, just, okay. Please continue. Story for another time. I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna wow. We're going to have to It doesn't even need to be explained. It totally makes it's sense. It's awesome. That's what it is. It's a great story. I'll tell you off air. There's a Jenny sidebar coming on that one. There's a, there's a great Jenny sidebar. Um, he... Basically, it was asked the same question. Well, are you going to support them and do the same? Because obviously he's, you know, he's worked with her before. And I think, what was the movie, American Hustle? Was that the one where all three of them were? Yeah. And he got paid more than her in that movie. And he, he basically came out and said it wasn't his job to figure out what a woman gets paid. He focuses on his stuff. He lets <laughs> his agents and stuff handle his bill. He's not going to you know, reject a job Did, because behind well, the scene there's financial contracts that he knows nothing about. Sure, right? sure. Yeah. No, that's not. The, and that, that's, there's nothing really it, wrong with him saying that. I guess. No, there's it's not. Not wrong at all. But people are now like all up in arms because they think he's an a hole because he's not supporting her. And I don't think that he's not supporting her. He's just basically saying that this isn't my fight. Right. No, you know? like, I think he, he what he's to be paid better. But people get on these tangents all the time. <laughs> like they they hear things out of context or they hear something that is naturally said that it's just an opinion or it's just, you know, off the cuff right. and they go berserk. Right. They go absolutely. I believe that's psycho. not being able to see the forest for the trees. Oh, yeah, I, if I, you I want to get poetical, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I should I go back. Have, let me, let me go back Tom and say, I was not defending him. I was just telling you why they hated it. Um, mm-hmm. I agree that it was, it was a press move to get clicks on their websites or whatever it was, and it was unwarranted, uh, no doubt. I think the, the when I said the social landscape is 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 it's heating up for the the feminist movement. 
but it goes too far. And I'm not a female, so I can't really speak too much on it. But I think it does go too far. When well, I think things like the, and this is just my opinion, and I I know they'll there'll be people that disagree, but in my opinion, I think things like this hurt women because you don't, we're not all sitting around going, we need special rights and you guys all suck. No, we just, when, when we approach these situations, we're just like, why are we getting screwed in this? Why does politicians want to be in my doctor's office? Why does my boss not want to give me a raise because I don't have a penis? You know, it's like, it's weird things like this that women have to deal with that should be discussed, but it's when somebody goes, damn, that girl's hot. And everybody goes, oh, you are such an a-hole. I'm like, it's not, it's not catcalling because he's not saying it to her face. Yeah. Uh, He's he's not a construction worker in New York (laughs) screaming at her. We all, we all do it. And is it right? No, No. it's kind of cheesy. And, and you know, depending on the context, it could be. But it is also very human. Right. It is. And I think that, you know, there, I think it's great that people have their beliefs and they they stand on their soapboxes on the things that they like. But I think it's just getting to the point where it's just too much. Like, that's there a are too many different soap. In fact, in fact, right now it's getting too much. So let's get back into the geeky fun. Well, real quick, real, no, what I was going to say, no. I actually have a little bit more respect for Justin Renner for that. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin Reiner. <laughs> Justin Reiner. Sorry. Reiner. But you got, you got to say it with a gravelly any, voice. Anybody can jump on a bandwagon and make you know make noise, but right. for well, him to just come out and go say, back. "Hey, whatever, I loved him on that fault. episode of Apartment DDS." <laughs> okay, MD. all right. Um, you could you could also go back to when uh, what's his name uh, Robert Downey Jr. said he he wants his co work you know the co people in Avengers to make as much as he does because right. he was making just a billion dollars for Avengers and those guys like like Jer- Justin Reiner. We're making we're making peanuts compared yes, to that. It, it certainly seems like Hollywood in general needs to take a look at its. It would it would practices. suck to just make peanuts. Right. Peanuts. Ugh. It would suck to be named but Justin I mean, Reiner. What what sucks for for Jeremy Renner <laughs> is that he's also just coming off the whole thing with Chris Evans mm-hmm. when they were talking about when the Black Avengers Widow came out. They're talking yeah. about Black Widow being a whore. They said something that was considered sexist with Black Widow, but it's just, out of context. Out well, of context. They were and talking about the character. Well, even still, Tom. Your, if you're sitting in a room with your friends and somebody says that, you're going to laugh. Right, right. You know? right. They it, said it, it as a joke. It wasn't meant yeah. to be like, well, yeah, clearly she's she went from Captain America, she went Hawkeye to Captain America to, to Hulk. She's a whore. They meant that. They seriously meant to say that. These guys are too smart to say something right. so stupid out loud but and mean it. said it in, in humor. And right. like, if let's, if it was me, I would laugh and go, Oh, really? You know? And you, you know, everybody there did. Yeah. More, every, more comedy, you know, right. like these conventions, so these guys are asked the same question a thousand times. So they add levity to it by making a joke. And everybody in that audience probably laughed. And then the one person who put it on their blog is the one that got that started. Exactly. And Scarlett's um, probably sitting there going, I'm not a whore. Speaking Natasha, of Natasha is, Right. No, even still the character, it would, it's still, you know, if they meant it as the character, that's still saying something that's, that's not right. You shouldn't, I mean, if it, um, if her right, character is supposed to be portrayed that. as a horror, then it's one thing. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, I it, if she were to reply in the joking fashion, like they were, you know, cutting up, like Jenny said, you're in a room with, you know, a bunch of friends, stuff like that happens. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so let's get off this, this topic and go back to the, the headlines and such that are more fun. Uh, so yes, Guardians of the Galaxy volume two, They've cast Mantis. Um, I'm not going to say her name again because I probably can't. 
Matthew McConaughey, as I said, he turned down the role of the villain for Volume Two because there was reports. Oh, we, like a that's few, depressing. Um. Anyway, uh, a few <laughs> months a few months ago, he was meeting with Marvel. Uh, he still wants. I think he still wants to be in a Marvel movie. But I think that would he, be so awesome. He turned down this role. Uh, sponsored, sponsored by Buick. <sighs> Come on, it's Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> he was Lincoln the Lincoln liar. lawyer. Lawyer, Lincoln liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with a oh, with right, a oh, right, oh, right. with a huge name like that, you had it's to believe Lincoln. it was a huge character. Uh, so yes, you do. You could you could speculate that it was maybe Star Lord's dad. That's what I was thinking. Um, that would have been so awesome. That would have been so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like anything you say. Like I'm so on the Matthew McConaughey train. You're part of it. the McConaissance. No, the McConaissance is forever, sir. It right. always been going. Right, I said. So you're, you're part of it. Slip up. You're part of it. It will not stop. I've never not believed in that man. Okay. <laughs> All right. What What about Contact? I never saw Contact. Oh, oh well, that, then you might want to avoid it. One. You might want to avoid it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a lot of Jodie Foster movies. Really, that's also a positive. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, May 5th, 2017. Who else is just excited for the soundtrack? I know I am. Uh, I, I'm hoping they have some Oingo Boingo this time. But. <laughs> Oingo Boingo. <laughs> dead, uh, wait, no. They don't, do they do Dead Man's Party? Is no. that the Oingo Boingo? Oh, do they do that? Uh, yeah. I don't know, Jenny. I think that's Oingo Boingo. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oingo Boingo is um, yep, Danny Elfman, right? Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. My daughter my daughter downloaded the whole soundtrack. I got it here on the computer. I love it. Yeah, I have it. I've listened to it many a times while on the treadmill. Uh okay, I gotta jump back to the uh the flash real quick. They released a picture of Daniel Panabaker as Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. And the theory, my theory, is of course that that is not the original Caitlin Snow. That is an Earth two or two two fifty two version. I don't know. Did you see it's not did her. you see the look on her face? No, there's just you can't the for her to turn that far, it, it just Ronnie has died twice on her now. Yes, if that didn't do it, what would you know? There was there was a look in her face when she hugged Jax. I don't know what it was. There was just something no, that didn't sit, didn't sit right with her. she. She reconciled like she was a total crazy person in that episode, and then she she made up for it at the end. I I don't see it. It's not her. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But. I just don't see it. Um, speaking of TV shows, Jessica Jones trailer was released. Oh, yeah. Did you I watch like- it, Danny? Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. There it is. The, we had, <laughs> they say they say comedy is in threes, so I had to get you to do it three times. Uh, I was hoping you were setting me up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jenny, did you watch it? I haven't yet. You I failed this podcast. It's a good thing you didn't ask her the first time. I know, I know, I suck. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk. The, she's the first lady. You cannot ban her. We're going to talk. You go watch it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll catch up. Like I said, I don't know who she is. So you don't I have to. really get excited. Yeah, you don't. No, no, no. Danny. I'll watch it. I, I will watch it. Okay, boys. Danny, no. did, did you know who she was really before? No, What'd not you? at all. Not a clue. Uh, other than, oh, uh, yeah, what did you think of the trailer? Oh, it was just so awesome. I'm so excited to watch okay. this. David, I, I just like, David Tennant. Marvel TV is just knocking it out of the right, park. Right. Man. David Tennant terrifies me. And even though I'll never oh, meet him. Oh, he's so good as a villain. He, I'll he's never so meet good. David Tennant. But based on his portrayal in a two-minute trailer, I'm afraid he's going to come get me. Like, <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is so David creepy. David knows where I live. And he's, he has access to a TARDIS. And he can find me. He's like, going to call me and tell me to let him in my house. And, and then he's going to tell me not to blink. And that's just going to end poorly. But and, the bad thing is, when he tells you to let me in, you're going to. Right. And he's yeah, going to kill gonna, my family. Like, yeah, sure, David Tennant. 
And then yes, apparently sir. he kills my family. Would you like something? Would you like something to eat or drink? Right. right. The perf- most perfect criminal is the criminal who's never been caught, and that is David Tennant. <laughs> David Tennant, the actor, or in this role? I'm not. I'm not. That's All not the above. Decide. I love. I love the line from the trailer. Don't be a hero with me. Like I loved it. Like he is so good. Have you um, um have you ever seen the uh the okay so they they came out with a show in America that was called uh oh man Grace Point yeah um, Broadchurch did you see the, did you see Broadchurch no it's in my Netflix queue I think because that's like the first time I ever saw David David Tennant regularly be like a jerk like mm-hmm. like a giant jerk and like you could see how he could really easily portray a villain through that role um and he was also Barty Crouch Jr. that's right I was gonna say what was his name in, in Harry Potter. Barty Crouch Jr., although he did have the stupid, like, tongue tick thing that he decided was part of his performance. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's Jenny. Jenny, here's the synopsis of the series for you. Haunted by by a traumatic past, Jessica Jones uses her gifts as a private eye to find her tormentor before he can harm anyone else in Hell's Kitchen. Um... That, that's it right there. Uh, not a lot to go on. But Quick and to the, the point. The trailer gives you a lot to figure out what the series is going to be about. It looks like Luke Cage doesn't want, you know, he, he realizes who she was and kind of talks to her about what it takes to be a superhero and that it's not a good choice to be a superhero is essentially what he says in the trailer. Uh, that being a hero gets people killed. What doesn't, uh, back to the Luke Cage the character doesn't being a hero get him put in put in prison at one point. I think so. I yeah. don't know a lot about Luke Cage. Um, it um, looks like he just. I mean, just based off of a two minute trailer, it looks like he's going to be pretty prominent in the series, though. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he was cast as a main character. Yeah, um, which I like the guy. I mean, he looks really just like Luke Cage. Yeah, and that's uh, going to be the next series. I think after season two of yeah. Dave- no, they. I think they started filming Luke Cage. I think uh, they're both filming at the same time. Right, right. 2016. What is the uh, what is the Marvel Netflix contract? Do we know a lot of the details on that? Uh, all I know of that it's supposed to like that this Daredevil season two came out of nowhere. Really, um, yeah. I mean, it, if it did well, we expected it to happen, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, for the Netflix, there was supposed to be four shows, which was uh, Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, and then they were going to collaborate all of them together into another miniseries called uh, The Defenders, okay. which is like the Avengers with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we have Daredevil Season 2 because it did so extremely well. And with Everybody. Right. I don't know if we'll get a Jessica Jones Season 2. I don't, you know. Well, I've read rumors that the, the contract might be expanding because they're talking about a Blade series now. Well, even before that was Moon Knight. They wanted Moon Knight, that's right. Moon, Moon Knight. Knight, yeah, if it's the Warren Ellis one. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, I know, no, right? I just read that. Hulper. It's so good. I am impressed. So I am impressed. <laughs> well done, Danny. Well done. I know a thing. I know a thing. <laughs> Yay. Oh, yes. Now, how long, did, how long ago did that come out? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, I just know a name. That's all I got. Um, let's see here. I'm looking at uh, Daredevils. They're, they're all 13 episodes except for the Defenders, which it says four to eight. So I don't know what that means, but, uh, that's all that we know so far. Well, there's also, it could be speculation coming out of Daredevil season two. It could be a Punisher series coming too. Uh, yeah, maybe, or hope maybe he'll just go right to the movies. That would be cool. Maybe. Uh, speaking of the Punisher, the director of Warzone was the director of this last episode of Arrow, Lexi Alexander. Really? Oh, cool. Uh, it must have been really grungy and disgusting. It was very violent, <laughs> but very, very, very it was it was disgusting. one of the more dramatic episodes where there was a lot of emotion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really it. I described it as not your usual Arrow episode, and it was really well done. It was the first episode of the season that kind of went edgier because they're trying to go for a lighter feel, I think. But this one brought back the edge. I think they've been getting. You know, they keep saying that they're going lighter, but it, there's a hint of darkness on every episode. Oh, absolutely. The 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 darkness, it, they're, what they're doing is they're trying to use Felicity now to bring that, you know. I hate her. I just the, good, the good feel to it. And I actually like the Curtis Holt character. So that right, right. those two are good together, but you got to get back to some of that edginess there, on the street stuff. You know, I'm wondering, I haven't looked because ha- I haven't been bothered by it. They made that character who isn't uh, the Mr. Terrific character in the comic books is not gay. Um, but they he made in the show though. Yeah, they made him gay in the show, and I haven't seen many people saying, "Oh, how could you do this? Wally West can't be black. Barry Allen needs to be blonde. This guy can't be gay." <laughs> like I haven't seen that. Burritos like, can't have lettuce. Sorry, where were we going with that? They can't. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> um. All right, let's move on. Uh. Yes. So lots to look forward to on Netflix. Jenny's gonna watch the Jessica Jones trailer and be it. <laughs> Be amazed. You mentioned Netflix. I was just perused. I was perusing YouTube just for movie clips. Dude, an Adam Sandler movie. I guess they're yeah. all now so bad. It's going straight to Netflix. I saw that. He's oh, like, that's it's the not first a movie, isn't it? I thought it was a series. No, that's it's the first Netflix movie. Like, yeah. okay, so like, it's a Netflix movie. It's Adam Sandler. It's like got Jorge Garcia. It's got all um, of his, you know, fellow people that it's have also got a, up a couple of movies. random ones. Isn't 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 like Adrian Brody in that too? Um, I feel like I saw somebody weird in that. Trying to find, did we lose Jenny? There's a lot no, of people. No, no, I'm here. Okay. I'm listening. Just taking it all in. <laughs> taking like, it all in. Taking how it all the in. mighty have fallen. Adam Sandler straight to Netflix. Yeah, but his movies have been I mean, so bad. Like his yeah, movies have been point, unbearable. Been so I delete. Like I had Pixels to watch. I deleted it. I'm not watching it. Like I heard it was so bad. Six. Is that what? That's what it is. The director. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, that's the Netflix one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, film will premiere on Netflix on December 11th. So not even that. Oh, Will Forte is in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's Man. who it is. Will Forte. I don't know why. Here's the it's cast. Harry, all right, Danny. Here's the cast. Woody Harrelson, Adam Harry Sandler, Cruz. Terry Crews, Jorge Garcia, Taylor Lautner, Rob. Oh, that's Sh- the one where I was like, oh come on. Right, Rob <laughs> Schneider, Luke Wilson, Dan Aykroyd, Steve Buscemi, Will Forte, Harvey Keitel, Nick Nolte, David Spade, Danny Trejo. Steve Zahn, Whitney Cummings, John Lovitz, Norm MacDonald, Chris Parnell, Blake Shelton is playing Wyatt Earp, um, Nick Swordson, John Turturro, Vanilla Ice is Mark Twain. Oh, come on. Lavelle Crawford. <laughs> ESPN's Dan Patrick is Abraham Lincoln. Well, but duh. he's been in Adam yeah, Sandler movies I know. before. So. I know. And Linda Murray. I don't know. Who, is that like a... Linda Murray was a former Miss Olympia. If that's oh, yeah. Happens. Female bodybuilding champion. Yeah. yeah. This is that movie that was... It's not coming out in theaters because of the stereotype of the, the Native American character. Is that so the controversy that I'm seeing uh, here? Yeah. Basically, hearing that cast, hearing that cast, there are no extras. It's just all by people we've <laughs> right, heard of. Right. That's there's kind no, of the gimmick of yeah, the movies. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. It's some it's some model that's acting for the first time yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's like the Sharknado movies. It's always um, some B-list cameo. Whitney Whitney Cummings' name was in here, and she had that show Whitney on NBC a long time ago, mm-hmm. recently, and it had Chris. Uh, is it Delia? 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 He's on the new show, um, Undateable. Undateable, which I love. That's hilarious. That's done by the guy Danny that did Scrubs and. Oh, I know Undateable. That's got Ron Funches on it. Yes, they do. This whole season after it got renewed. They did it. They said they're doing all their episodes live. So they're doing a sitcom live. 
Uh, oh, that hasn't been done in a very long time, and it's awesome. Like they do this. They did the, in the last episode. I'm only saying this because Whitney Cummings. He Chris Delia was the co-star of, of, with the Whitney show, Whitney, mm-hmm. and he was on that show. He played her boyfriend or something, and they they played this game on Undateable called the Truth Game, where the two roommates have to say something true. And he said, uh, he said, I wish I had really slept with Whitney Cummings in real life. <laughs> uh, they tech like that. The, the premise of that being live is they they're they're on their phones the whole time tweeting. He gave out his phone number and took phone calls during the episode. It was hilarious. He's like, he's like, no, I can't talk. I, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> like it was, it was awesome. Uh, Good show. Undateable. I recommend it. Go check it out. It is. It is. What's fun. that on NBC? It's yeah. Got it. Friday nights. So it's tough. It's on Hulu. Yeah, but that's what DVR is great for. Yeah, and I discovered Apple TV has NBC and CBS on it now, so I can watch it the day after. Um, nice. Okay, so Apple back. TV comes out tomorrow. I have a website that I, I got thought to. it was I November first. the next day. Oh, it's tomorrow, man. Oh, I want one. Pretty sure. Can it's I just say though, I am. I'm really ticked off though that because I have an older Apple TV, and I only use it to watch Netflix, YouTube, and listen to iTunes. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because they did the upgrade, you can no longer get YouTube on it unless you get the new Apple TV. That's because the new – you don't want YouTube right now. YouTube's in this really bad stage with its apps where they're all useless. Like they're all really terrible. Still though, there's a lot of context that's not on Vimeo that you need to get through. And you can't even – like used to you can sort of bypass if the app wasn't on the Apple TV. You can bypass and pull it up on like an iPad and then shoot it via the remote. Mm-hmm. to the screen and it would work great can't even do that anymore i can i'm so angry about it can't you just put it on a, like a laptop and shoot that to your tv through the app yeah TV? you could just mirror it or just like send it to the thing yeah, anyway oh, it's possible it's stupid it's anyway, stupid i love apple tv Anyways. i can't wait to get the new one um but yes okay so uh wow this is going to be an extra special geek out because there's a lot to go through yet <laughs> um Civil War, Captain America Civil War trailer will be attached, rumored to be attached to Star Wars. Uh, so that'll be our first look at that movie, that gigantic movie with everybody in it. Is it going to be the teaser that was released at D, D no. whatever? No, it's got to, at this point, it's coming out in May. It has to be a full trailer. Okay. Um, and they wouldn't do that. They don't do teasers in the theater like that, especially with a big movie like Star Wars. Yeah. Um and then the the rumor is for the storyline the vision is a double agent. Hmm. Meaning he turns on Tony cuz uh, the team I think is structured uh Cap's team is uh Maria Hill uh Justin Reiner <laughs> the Winter Soldier, Ant-Man and um Falcon. I didn't think it was Maria Hill. I thought it was uh the blonde girl. No, you're right. When, you're right. Agent yeah. 33 Eight, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one. You're right. Um, and then Tony Stark has a Black Widow, Black Panther, who I thought was neutral, um, but War Machine and Vision. So uh, they also said that the Falcon will have his little bird friend with him, but it'll be like a robot. Robo birdie. Robo birdie. Um, let's move on from that. Let's talk a little Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Uh, which doesn't come out until 2017, but Mark Ruffalo has said that the Hulk will be in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he also made a joking comment. Uh, you know, he he said, this is his quote. I, I didn't really know that much about it, but I think it's going to be a buddy picture with Thor and Bruce. I think they'll probably fight. 
there's no doubt everyone wants us to fight at one point. So I think the buddy thing is a joke. Like, you know, they're, they're paired up as friends, I think. But um, I don't think it's going to be like a oh, Thor and, and Hulk buddy cop movie. <laughs> like, it's not like Lethal Weapon 8. Right. The Hulk and Thor. Intergalactic style. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> hey. I said it low. Oh, good. That makes it okay. <laughs> it was quiet. Kids can't And I was quoting, it, it was a movie level. quote. It was a movie quote. It's Again. Like I was just throwing it out there. Right. Right. <laughs> Lethal Weapon's rated PG. Whatever. Hey, my three fans love when I cuss. Your three fans. Um, Deadpool, the movie. Uh, the actor playing Colossus. Another name I'm going to have a, a, a stroke saying. Andrew Trickatoo. Toe. It's French. That's a fun thing to say. Uh, he's replacing Daniel Kudmore, who was the original Colossus, because he turned down the role for some stupid reason. I guess he doesn't like money. Um, <laughs> he hates it. He hates large roles and money. So this is the new actor's <laughs> quote. Because, oh, I was in Last Stand. Really? Right. I'm out of here. Right. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I was clearly in the best X-Men movie. <laughs> his comments on the, the, the Colossus we'll see in Deadpool. Classes you're going to see in Deadpool is very true to the original character in the comic book. Director Tim Miller had a really clear vision, and the Deadpool people had a really clear vision of what they wait, and the Deadpool people had a really clear vision of what they wanted. They wanted Colossus to be very traditional to the original story. So there you go, all you all you Colossus fans, worry not. All uh, you fans of buff metal men. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of those ladies How can out there. Not be a fan of buff metal men. There it is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a sexist. <laughs> I was just, you beat me to it. I was I was going with it. <laughs> yeah, we have feelings, Jenny. Uh, Steel uh, aluminum feelings. Meat market <laughs> is what I say. Meat market. Aluminum she feelings. Didn't, <laughs> she didn't say Steel it was hearts. hot. She didn't say it was hot. She said it was shiny. Anyway, all right. Uh, speaking of another hot gentleman, according to the ladies, Captain Kirk, Chris Pine. Is going is confirmed that he is Steve Charver in the Wonder Woman film. I'm I'm good with it. I, I, Chris Pine can play it. Chris Pine's Pine okay in a lot of what he does. I mean, I, this that kind of fits a role for him, so it'll be all right. I don't mind it. Uh, the people that want Nathan Fillion to be it, and you know, those are the people that are up well, in arms. People want Nathan Fillion to be everything. Right, right. Yeah. I don't argue with him, but. Yeah, he's Come awesome. On. He's great. Nathan Fillion cannot be everything. Right. He, he wants to be Booster Gold, but, but you know. Here's the thing. With the Nathan Fillion thing, he has got to be in a comic book movie. We've he was. He was. He was in Guardians he, of the Galaxy. But you know what I mean. He's got to have a major role in one of these movies somewhere, somehow. Yeah. He was. He was no, uh, nobody hates Nathan Fillion. No. How could, how could he you? He was the hammer. <laughs> Yes, you're right. That's not a movie, but yes. That's <laughs> he was, totally a movie. He's the hammer. Uh, speaking of people that want to be in comic book movies, uh, Jenny and I think we have the perfect... <laughs> you guys want to be in a comic book movie. Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but no, I think we would agree on who we would want to play Captain Marvel, and that is the woman from Vikings. Hell to the yeah. What's her name again? She'd be awesome. What's her name? She looks. She has the look of Captain Marvel, I think. Uh, She's got the look. Yes, thank you, Danny. Sing it. Uh, just did. Oh. Was it. I can never you. pronounce her name. It's Catherine. Is it Winnick? Or I think it's Winnick. Winnick? Yeah, something Winnick-y? like that. Winnick. 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 Let me see if yeah, Wikipedia like has that. a way to the 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 pneumatic or whatever. I can't talk. I swear. The pneumatic pronunciation. <laughs> I swear. I'm Catherine Winnick. I think is yeah. What Catherine Heigl is what we're going with. That's not even her real name, apparently, but. Uh, Whoa, yes. What a liar. 
Yeah, actors <laughs> never change their name. She plays Legatha on Vikings on the History Channel, and she's awesome. I think she would be perfect for this role. Uh, the person I do not want to play it is Ronda Rousey, who really wants yep. to play it. Um, I've said it before. She can be in a movie. That's fine. I don't mind her acting. She's not a, to a point where she can take a, the role of a lead in a movie. Like, Dude, she's playing the remake role of Patrick Swayze in the remake of Roadhouse. How good. is this possible? That is horrible. Good, because no one's going to see I'm it. I'm going to throw it down right now, and I want this conversation to stop. Do not ever touch Roadhouse. Thank you. And oh, definitely don't touch it with a chick. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. That sexist. is a movie that cannot exist. <laughs> no, but Dave, okay. If, we, if we're all so very knowledgeable at Roadhouse, let's take a second to take a little little, little side journey here. Oh, um, that is such a quintessential part of the, the original Roadhouse is how is how sexist it is, how manly <laughs> it is. Um, it, it is a movie that could only exist in the 80s. Everyone in that movie was doing so much cocaine. Wait a minute. Is- Nick, Nick Cassavetes is writing and directing it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta make Roadhouse it's a, train, it's a train wreck from Jump Street. I'm telling you. It, you you got him writing it, and now Ronda Rousey is the lead well, role. No, no, I like she's she's great to look at. I like I like Nick. Are amazing, but I like Nick Cassavetes. I love John Q, and I loved Alpha Dog. Um, yes, Alpha Dog is one of my favorites. It's a great movie. I've never seen any of my sister's keeper, Yellow, or the other woman. But um, those yeah. are different kinds of movies. Yes, <laughs> the Notebook too. He's also done. I just um, got a strange career. Is, yes, right now I think she's the flavor of the month when it comes to in Hollywood, where everybody's talking about her. But she's not. The Roadhouse thing, the Roadhouse thing is bad for me. The Captain Marvel thing for me is uh, no. She's not the flavor. She's a great fighter, you know. Whatever. She's going to be in WWE too. She's done what two movies? Expendables three and Furious Seven. Oh yeah, and she was in Entourage. You know, that's where everybody, every big yeah, actor herself, gets the break. So that's really breaking out of your role. Yeah, well, you I can, think. You I mean, say with she fairness was to in Fast and the Furious Seven, <laughs> she was. In I'm gonna. That, I guess. I, with fairness, she's wanting to be like what The Rock did, which yeah, is totally sure, fine. The fine. Rock has been incredibly successful, which is great, but. Don't start throwing her into every single thing. Let her find roles that work for her instead of going, okay, we need a badass chick, so let's get a badass chick. You know, it's it's such like puff up your chest and be an idiot type yeah. comments. I have no so problem. Many people, but I'm totally right. against it. I have no problem with her, and I think if she acted more, she'd get really good at it. From what, I've, se- from what I've seen, she has not been that good, but she hasn't been terrible. Agreed. Uh, so... Let her get more acting roles, and then let her be the re- the lead of a movie like Roadhouse. Uh, but anyway, the, this well, if she is, wants this to have a supporting a supporting role, a supporting role in another movie. It would be perfect, you um, know. Like how Dave Bautista has now branched off in these supporting roles. There's nothing wrong with her doing that either. Right. Anyway, getting back to Captain Marvel, uh, one actress has wants her name in the hat, and while I didn't see it at first, I love the actress, so I'm all for it. Olivia Wilde wants to be Captain Marvel. She's so hot. Sexist. Um, oh, no, I don't care. Bill me. <laughs> she's so hot. I, I love me. I love Olivia Wilde. And while she doesn't have the look of Captain Marvel, she could pull it off. She could. She's not my favorite for the role. And I did. I looked at the your, your girl from Viking. He's my favorite. I'm still sticking with Natalie Dormer, who I want. That's a good pick, too. Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones and Hunger yes. Games uh, would be a great pick. Uh, so here's a quote from Olivia Wilde. I got two quotes from her. Uh, I'm a big fan of superhero films, and I have so much respect for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
the thing with female superheroes is that in order to be powerful, they are flawless. The idea of kick-ass power lacks a certain nuance at times. There's something to be said for a female director working to create a female superhero that perhaps has a little more complexity. Uh, then she would go on to say, Marvel has been so smart about casting unexpected people for these roles. Look at what Robert Downey brought to Iron Man, a real dry sense of humor and a complexity to his hero balance. I think that the way these Marvel heroes are written, the female superheroes included, do have complexity and flaws. But I think when they are translated into film, the women can become these ultimate goddesses of perfection. I would love to create, and I would love to create, a female Marvel character who is just as unexpected and complex as some of the male characters as Iron Man. I think that would be really cool. I think what she's referring to is you look at somebody like um, uh, Gamora on Guardians of the Galaxy, who is just this ass kicker, not really too emotionally depth to that character. Right. Just a little bit, but not a lot. She's mostly there just to be this, this warrior. To be a badass. Right, right. And I think that's kind of what she's saying. She wants her, her, her female hero, superhero, like lead person to be flawed. And that makes sense. They all should be. I can buy into it just because she's got her mind wrapped around it. I mean, she's oh, yeah. really she clearly, coming out of she the, clearly she's thought about the, it. Coming out of the gate with a great mindset. Yeah, she's clearly considered it a lot. So, I don't know. I think it would be cool. Uh, but again, yeah, I have my, my lead pick. Uh, Tom Tom's is, is good as well. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Can we skip the? Yeah, we can skip this. Okay, so Indiana Jones 5. Are we all ready for it? <laughs> There's well, not the one thing going to be. That's that's not real. Oh, Jenny, it is real. No. It's going to happen and they're not going to recast Indiana Jones. She no, they're not. She's in but denial. That doesn't mean Harrison Ford is going to be the main the main character of the movies. Here's the It's pro- going to be Ronda Rousey. No. <laughs> no, it's Tom Hardy. Oh. Um producer Frank Marshall said this. There are a lot of rumors. We haven't even sat down Frank to talk Frank Marshall. Frank Marshall, right. We haven't even sat down to talk about Indy yet. At some point, we'll sit down. But there's a bunch of people who could probably take the baton. We're not doing the Bond thing where we're going to call somebody else Nina Jones. We have to figure this out. I like that idea. Uh, Let's not recast Indy. Let's create a new character to take the mantle. Shouldn't Uh, it be Shalabo? No. How dare you? Well, I mean, he was the son in the last movie. I if mean, you want to go that way, but if you an epic failure. but if you want to be a, in a good, I just, I just, just wanted to throw it out to see what you guys said. If you want to make a good movie, no, you don't go with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, that's yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, Chris Pratt would be cool, I think, but again, that's the the flashy name. Well, Chris know. Pratt and Bradley Cooper are the two big names that have really put their put themselves out wanting it. But did Bradley I don't know. did? Chris Pratt say he wanted it. I thought he was just yeah oh, okay. But I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the one where you find a a new guy, relatively unknown, and just this is going to be his role. Right. You can't keep putting Chris Pratt in every role, which I I, I could, but <laughs> you you gotta you gotta find somebody else to, for see, franchise. See, when you're a storyteller, you say that, but when you're a, a studio like executive, you don't say that because all you right. see is the money he makes. That's right. Uh, which is unfortunate. And he's, you know, he's been on the other side of that. He's been turned down for roles because he wasn't, you know, uh, as stud muffiny as the people want him to be. And then he lost all that weight. And now he is. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So if I had to just throw out a question, this question, I need you to give me a ballpark figure without lo- researching or anything. It's a, it's a, a mild trivia question for all three of you. In 2016, 
Can you tell me how many comic, or I'm sorry, superhero comic slash comic book movies are coming out in 2016? I'll start with Tom. Without oh, ri- without I'm, writing down. Or, I'm not writing it down. Okay. I'm doing the count real quick. All right. I got five. Five? You're yeah. wrong. Jenny? I was going to say four, but I tend to want to go heavier and say six. Okay. Danny? I'm going 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jenny's the closest without going over if we're playing by <laughs> Price is Right rules. There's eight superhero comic book movies coming out next year. Uh, you want to list them? Here they are. And this is in chronological order. Deadpool? February 12th. Oh, I, I didn't count that one. There's going to be a few you did count. De- <laughs> Deadpool, February 12th. Batman vs. Superman, March 25th. Captain America Civil War, May 6th. X-Men Apocalypse, May 22nd. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, June 3rd. Suicide Squad, August 5th. Gambit, October 7th. Doctor Strange, November 4th. That's a lot. That's a. That sounds like eleven to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually want to see every single one of these movies. Oh yeah. And now I only want to see Turtles two because Stephen Amell is playing Casey Jones. But uh, I also want to see what Bebop and Rocksteady look like. I, I'm not going to see it because I loved the first one. It uh, didn't suck. No, but it wasn't great. I mean, I, but I watched it, did it. Suck. Right. It wasn't as bad as I was ready for it to be. Uh, but yeah, these all, like, I'm not invested in Dr. Strange as much as most Marvel fans are. Cause I just never really got into that character, but I will see all these movies. <laughs> I see all of the comic movies, but Dr. Strange intrigues me because I, this is going to take things into like another area. They've already kind of started the magical thing, but yeah, you're right. Like and Thor, ben- Thor has ben- magic. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Let's not go down that road again. <laughs> is, I mean, I, I want to see what he's going to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, I would like to hand the floor to you to tell us what you did yesterday. <laughs> it was awesome. So yesterday at Chinese Theater in Hollywood, Who, they premiered. Their, their Instagram liked one of your pictures. Did they? The theaters? Yeah. It, it was spectacular. So they premiered Ash versus the Evil Dead. Which took some work, but I got in. And when they get, when you went in, they took you to a stage, which they blocked off Hollywood Boulevard. And you stood around and you waited. And everybody had, you know, like the foam fingers you get at baseball games. Everybody got foam chainsaws, which was nice. awesome. There was a ton of people in cosplay, and some of the cosplay was awesome. But then Bruce Campbell comes on stage, does a little speech, and introduced Iggy Pop. And Iggy Pop played like 10 songs and put on a full-on ten concert. 10 songs? Yeah. Wow. That's a full-on put concert. On a full-on concert in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. And he played all the classics. He can destroy... <laughs> I want to be a dog, all of them. It was amazing. And for a man that's pushing 70 years old, I just want to say, please let me have a little bit of that energy at that age. <laughs> he was climbing the stage. He was dancing like a maniac. He's spitting at cameras. He was punk rock in a nutshell, and it was spectacular. So I think I posted on Twitter. I was just like, my life is now complete. I just saw Bruce Campbell introduce Iggy Pop. It's like... <laughs> Seriously, what more can you ask for? It was spectacular. Yeah. So 
we get into the premiere and Bruce Campbell goes up and he proceeds to do like a 30 minute comedy act where nice. he just ridiculed people in the audience. That's awesome. And he was brutal, but he was hilarious. And he was like, anybody have any questions? And people answer questions and he would try to answer them. And some of his answers were pretty legit. Like he said, I love the creative experience of working with these movies and, you know, like heartfelt stuff. But then people would ask him stupid things like brief for under, uh, uh, well, that was one. He's like brief for boxers. And he just, he just stops like, and he just goes, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then he just turns around and picks somebody else. So he got the typical convention panel questions. Oh, totally, totally typical convention panel. I love, I love when people ask those. And then the, 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 the panel guest, like, like Michael Rooker will just like, just destroy the person that asked the question. Like what somebody asked, uh, Jason Muse at the one I went to, like, uh, <laughs> what is it, like, can you do this dance or something? And uh, Rooker stopped him and said, he probably does that dance at every convention he goes to. <laughs> or they asked him some stupid question about, like, Jane Silent Bob that every fan of Jane Silent Bob would know. And the whole audience booed this guy. <laughs> like, it, it, those moments are great. I'm sorry. Please continue. They, they are. It, it totally makes it worth it. So the show started. And if you've been online, you've probably seen the first four minutes because um, that's been up for a few weeks now. But... I'm just going to say that it's I only am, a half hour long, right? It's only a half an hour. So I was okay. a little disappointed with that, but it, it moved really well. And it is the most ridiculous show I've seen in quite some time. And it's amazing. The it's, trailer itself. I like, I thought, okay, this is going to be perfect. Like this is exactly what you it, want. It's exactly, exactly <clears throat> what you want. It's everything that you could ever wish for come to life like it's got the typical Sam Raimi movements where the and you can tell though that Sam Raimi now knows how to use like a better steady cam when he's running through the forest to get the zoom up shots <laughs> right well, um, I would hope so he made Spider-Man but they they did a ton of those you know just like quick zoom into things and and you know just awkward situations when people turn into demons but it's oh my gosh it's so good and what makes it, it every it's stupid i guess that's probably the best way to say it and i know that doesn't probably <laughs> sell it well it's that, no that's hilarious though yeah stupid but it's amazing and it is so gory and disgusting that there are so many scenes that you're like what the and then i mean if one bullet doesn't blow the head off, just keep shooting until the entire head disintegrates type disgusting. It's, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm fangirling and swooning over here. I can't wait for it to get full speed ahead. When you guys see it, you're going to, you're going to die. It's going to be something that you're just going to be like, oh my gosh. And then when they did this, but it was great. And they had some of the, the set out on Hollywood as well. So you get to walk through like his little Airstream trailer and, it was great. Um, I got to like exhale because I just like had to go through that so fast because it was so much fun. And that when show is going to be awesome. When does it come out? Saturday. It, okay. Saturday on Stars. Sweet. So I think, and I could be wrong, but I think you might be able to watch it now if you have Stars on demand. I think they actually released the first episode right after they did the premiere. So you can check it out. I don't I don't know if that's true or not because I haven't looked for it myself, but I know they did that with Black Cells when Black Cells came out. So I have a feeling it's probably online right now. 
you are so definitely probably, watch it. Yeah, you're probably right. I haven't looked yet. Um, all right, so that's her recap. <laughs> I can't wait for that show. I, I'm super excited. Army of Darkness was one of my favorite movies for I don't even know how long. Uh, and then I, remember, I can still remember the first time I saw Evil Dead as a kid. <laughs> as, as a as a middle school kid at a friend's party and just being like totally engrossed in this movie while they're all like making out with girls and stuff. So there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's the boomstick joke there. Yeah. <laughs> the boomstick joke is a classic. In fact, I have, I have it queued up and I'm about to play the boomstick scene. So that's how we're going <laughs> to. Fun fact, fun fact about this real quick. There's a, a demo of a Cohen and Cambria song that starts with this. All right. Well, this is how we're going to end the episode. So here it is. For that arrogance, I shall see you dead. Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. It's a 12 gauge double barreled Remington. S Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right. Shop smart. Shop S-Mart. You got that? Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. Let's talk about how I get back home. That's enough. <laughs> well played.